you know, I just want to take the opportunity since I have this platform to speak on. I'd like to speak about the injustice and the justice system. You know, it was never set up fairly for us to have winning component in this situation, be it criminal, civil, family, <clears throat> law wasn't set up for us even though we helped establish law <clears throat> but it was never a component to work in our favor it's just like no soon as they freed the slaves they had a law in which if you couldn't read or write they could lock you up and then re-enslave you and it's a lot of things that have been put into play for us as black people to stay bogged down in this system and it's time for us to stand up and unite and fight this shit, man. Even if some of us have to lose our lives and be bordered for this situation, I don't mind because <clears throat> I look at a situation that I'm in. Here, I live the lifestyle of the streets. Hustling, gambling, selling drugs, things of that nature. Here, I found out I was going to be a parent who actually started off being a step-parent and assumed the full responsibility of being this child's parent and expecting my own child. I made some adaptations to my life and changed things up. I basically gave up the whole street life to be a full-time parent. And <clears throat> in doing this, I stopped myself from getting locked up. And in return, now my children are locked up in foster care. Now the injustice here is that before my kids got taken out of the home and placed in the foster care, I took my baby mama to fight for custody because I felt within my heart of hearts that she was too freely caring with people around her children. And in this day and age, you simply can't trust people around your kids, family, strangers, anybody. You have to watch everybody with the tight eye you know what I'm saying because there's so much pedophilic shit going on that people victimize children they'll victimize you if you allow them you know but <clears throat> I stopped myself <clears throat> from getting incarcerated started raising these kids did it for about five six months as a single parent situations changed to her my baby mama came back and kidnapped the kids and you know during this time we tried to work things out between her and I it just wasn't meant to be so we parted ways in us parting ways she had the mentality and the pattern of wanting the next guy she was with to be father to her children when her children already had fathers and I didn't peep the pattern or the repetition until after me. I thought that the first case was a single isolated incident and that we had an understanding and an agreement on this, but which we didn't. But it comes to the point to where <clears throat> she come kidnap my kids, keeps my son away from me for damn near a year until I get her in the court trying to fight for visitations, custody, things of that nature. Well, the courts of St. Louis, Missouri, St. Louis County felt that she was a better parent. And in assuming this, they granted her full custody and me supervised visitations, which I was unaware that I even had. 
nine months after her receiving full custody of the children, <clears throat> her new baby father trying to teach my son to be a man. And my son at this time was only two years old, roughing him up, fractured his rib, which punctured his smaller intestine, which caused him to seep out bile in his body, which made him septic. My son had a major surgery, perished on the operating table. They brought him back. Uh, his stomach was left open for a week for the swelling to go down and to make sure that he was healing properly and wouldn't need a colostomy bag. So he suffered a lot of trauma through this. Upon examination, they found out that this is a wound or injury that couldn't have been done accidentally. So they actually called in the caseworkers and things of that nature for child abuse. The children were then taken out of the home, her oldest child, my son, and her youngest child, and was placed with her husband's mother. Now, the husband's mother is the grandmother to the eldest child. Thought that she was doing the family a favor by getting the kids, but you know, nobody ever does anything out of the kindness of their heart now. People do things with preconceived notions and motives. So, fast track now to us trying to get the kids placed back in her custody and back at home. She's having issues with the mother-in-law. I come into the situation voluntarily trying to get custody and get the kids placed with my family. And here I'm being scrutinized as if I was the perpetrator in this situation. Now, had they listened to me a year and a half earlier, we wouldn't even be in this situation because I foreseen it coming and tried to prevent the situation. But now you have the audacity to scrutinize me like no, I feel like you all were negligent and you need to be scrutinized. So everything that you all do from this point now, I'm looking at in a calculated eye because of the carelessness that you all have previously showed me. My trust with the judicial system is none because I've been through the system myself. I've been free case. Some cases I was good for, some cases I wasn't good for. But law isn't about justice. It's about who could present the better lying court and who has the better attorney and who has the money to flaunt around to sprinkle the pockets of these elected officials. When half the time they don't even have jurisdiction over us until we give them jurisdiction because they follow maritime law. We're not in the ocean, nor am I a corporation. I am a human living human being. But these people, they twist these things up. And if you don't know the mitigating circumstances, then you're lost. And they hold it against you for being ignorant to law. But if you don't have $250,000, $300,000, you can't get a law degree or learn law unless you happen to go to a library that has a law library within it and study these statutes, these codes, these ordinances. And then if you're self-taught, you still have some ignorance because if you're not studying the black law book, the same words that's in this black law book 
have different meanings on the streets than they do in the court of law. So you're totally combated and twisted up in the definitions of these words anyway. So the mitigating circumstances are against you from the jump. And I feel like we need to actually start speaking out on this, protesting and taking a stand, learning law, learning that they don't have jurisdiction over us and stop giving them jurisdiction over our bodies, especially us black males who have proclaimed a nationality with the indigenous Moor tribe or the indigenous Native American tribes because we basically have a diplomatic immunity or have to be brought within a federal court or a tribal court and that's not what's taking place. We're being brought into a judicial court system and we're being targeted and persecuted as a corporation that we're not benefiting from from the day that you're born when you receive that bond of birth which is the birth certificate you're already assumed to make a certain amount of money within your lifetime they borrow against that so you're actually indebted and slaved to a whole nother country for the margin of the country's debt which happens to be your straw man account which a lot of people don't know about that And now the federal government has even made it to where you could be looked at as a terrorist for knowing these types of things about sovereignty and straw man accounts. And if you try and pass this knowledge around, they're going to placate it and perjurize what you said and try and bring you in as a terrorist because you're exercising your rights. And I urge you as black people to Look at the dolls and see if you can find a distant relative and attach yourself to these tribes so that you could have the whole, you could be considered a whole man. Because during the time of slavery, up until this day, they didn't consider the African American to be a full man. I eat, I sleep, I drink, I pee, put my pants leg on one leg at a time. What makes you more of a man than me and this is not right and until we get past this racial oppression economical system that they have us in we're going to continue to fall now we're coming into that age of great awakening that age of Aquarius to where we're starting to get knowledge of self we're starting to get knowledge of higher vibrational frequencies and You know, this being assimilation and the Mandela effect and things of that nature, the matrix system. So we're starting to learn these things. But as we start to learn these things, we're doing ourselves an injustice by putting these processed foods within our bodies for drinking this tap water with this fluoride in it, declassifying our third eye and keeping us from reaching the true mind, body and soul as one entity instead of the duality of the three so i urge you all to study to read to get knowledge of self because you can't know where you're going if you don't know where you've been and i'm gonna take a brief moment to pause this and i'll be back to you all short anybody has any comments or questions feel free to come on in i appreciate you listening to this podcast now urge you to 
listening more often because I'm going to take advantage of this platform and we're going to go to the top with this. We're going to unite. We're going to band together. Not no million man march shit. We're going to make some things happen. We're going to get some change around here. And if you're about change, I, I, I strongly suggest that you join up with me. If you have knowledge that I might not have, hey, I, I extend my hand and my platform to you to bring that knowledge because it takes a village to raise one kid. Reach one, teach one, and we shall all excel. It's just like there's some 47 million black people in this country right now. If we got together on a platform and decided that, hey, this day we're going to not spend with these companies, that we're going to spend a dollar a piece with these companies, that means that we could take in one day, make one company $47 million richer. <clears throat> and each day we could do that until we all have companies and rebuild the Black Wall Street. We could crash this economical system because we are the ones who keep this economy thriving even through the depression the recession it's our dollars that keeps this country afloat and it's time that we take control take the power back of our dollar and how we spend it and who we choose to spend it with here we spend it with Tommy Hilfiger and Ralph Lauren and people like that who said they didn't even make their clothes for black people but yet they grow richer each day off of our money off of our labor, off the sweat and tears, off our backs. That's not right. We need to come together for real as a, as a people and make this change. But I'm going to take a quick commercial break and I'll be back to you in a second. <laughs> 